0: Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, making legendary leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. I challenged you in yesterday's episode to read, right? To learn something new, to continue to expand your brain. I told you that I'm reading all of these books. I have a commitment to finish reading them by the end of the year. But you know, the other thing that I do and the other thing that you can do is, you know, you can subscribe to things like Harvard Business Review and I get their alerts every day and I grab the magazine and I read it. I can get I get Google alerts on different topics and stuff, right? Just to allow me to not have to go watch the news, but to filter in and, and catch the topics and the things that I feel like I need to know. So All of that said, and and continuing on the idea of learning, I read a Harvard Business Review article the other day, and I really loved it. And so I wanted to take a second to share it with you. It's called Preventing Burnout is About Empathetic Leadership. Right. So the article is called Preventing Burnout is About Empathetic Leadership. And Jennifer Moss wrote this article. It was published at the end of September this year. So we talk a lot about preventing our own burnout okay i talk to you a lot about having your mind right focusing on the right things and making sure that you're in a good space because i don't want you to burn out right we can't be successful if we don't have a good life plan right one of our pillars to prevent burnout but the question that this article posed and it was so good it's asking ultimately it challenged and asked the question how are you preventing the burnout of your employees How are you preventing the burnout of your team, of the people that work for you in your organization, right? So you get it. If you have at least one employee, you have to make sure that they're not burning out. So the larger the company, the more further down the business phase process you are, the more employees you're more likely to have. And so, of course, this is more impactful in a larger organization. But even if you just have one person working on your team, you need to be cognizant of how you're helping prevent their burnout, Okay? Yes, we absolutely have to be sensitive and aware of what's happening to them, right? Like the constant Zoom calls and meetings and the juggling of the work and the kids. I don't know about you, but, you know, I'm constantly in all kinds of meetings and uh, it's fatigue, right? Like you just get fatigued. You're like, when was the last time my butt left this desk chair? I don't even remember. Okay, that's a bad sign, right? And so if you're feeling that, no doubt your employees are probably feeling that because they're trying to do what? They're trying to please you. They want to deliver. Okay, but they're trying to deliver on all of their meetings and the things they have to do and what you're asking them to accomplish. Maybe they have kids. Maybe they have a a parent that is ailing, right? Whatever it is, they have responsibilities outside of work, and they used to be able to separate all of that, and now it's all under the same roof, most likely. But awareness and sensitivity to that, okay, those situations, is very different than empathy. And that's what Jennifer talked about. In the article, she says, you have to take on an attitude higher than the golden rule, right? And what's the golden rule? The golden rule is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. She challenges in the article, so good, this is so good. She said, It's not do unto others as you would have them do unto you. She says it is do unto others as they would do for themselves. It's pretty cool, huh? Do unto others as they would do for themselves. She said, you know, she walked through this whole theory. and Just let me sort of summarize it. Like, I may not be bothered at all by having to work from home and have my kids here. Okay? And for the most part, I'm not. I mean, my kids, I have three, the two older ones, I mean, this has been a time of independence and growth for them. I kept wondering how I was going to help them become more independent, and, and this, has been, this has been it, right? A very safe way to become independent because I'm here, but they can't always come ask me everything. So I'm not bothered by it, okay? So it's not really stressing me out. But on the other hand, my employees could absolutely be freaking out by that. It could, it, could completely, it could very much completely disrupt their entire world. Maybe they have a younger child and their younger child can't go stay with a grandparent like, like my can, right? They have to watch their child because they care is closed or whatever. You don't know. I can't assume that I'm going to react in the same way or, for that matter, consider all situations equally. As either an issue or not right like the kids being home not an issue to me could be a huge issue to someone else and not only could it just be an issue it could be you know just earth-shattering to them so I can't assume what are issues and what aren't issues and the level of impact of those issues on someone else the other point that she identified which I thought was really good is that she said when people burn out because again this is talking about burnout and being empathetic and And we have to be empathetic and do unto them as they would do to themselves, right? What they consider stressful, what they consider impactful, what they consider as needing a break or flexibility or whatever. We have to seek to understand that through their eyes so we can be empathetic and supportive, right? But we're doing all of that because we don't want them to burn out. We don't need them to get to a point where they're like, psh, done, right? Throw up their hands, so done, peace out, mic drop, I'm done. Can't let them get there. And so, Jennifer said in the article, she said that when people burn out, it's not because something suddenly crazy happened. It's not like all of a sudden, you know, COVID hit and people just immediately got burned out. If you realize, and you look at all the studies, when people started working from home, you saw a productivity increase for a period of time. Now, some of that's leveled out and stayed there. Some of it's declined a little bit. I think it depends on the industry that you're in. But... What she identified was that it was an everyday task that just pushed people over the edge. So when I, when I read that, I, I, like, I like to have images in my mind to help me picture things. So I think you all bear with me as I tell you those images in my mind. I picture one of those quarter machines. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those machines where you drop a quarter in, you aim the quarter down, and there's, um, there's a bunch of quarters in the bottom of it. And it's moving right there's a slide there's like levels and tiers of I don't know, platforms right and they're moving back and forth and so if you drop a quarter in just the right place it's gonna it's gonna sit in line and it's gonna push it's gonna cause the movement to push all these other quarters off and drop into you know the coin return where you can make extra money so you put a quarter in there and you get a couple dollars back right you're always trying to make the avalanche of quarters happen so that you can get the most money so if you think about one of those quarter machines right sort of like a slot machine a gambling machine if you will that it's the same theory there are a ton of tasks right envision the tasks like quarters okay and they're all piling up but they're not falling off everything's okay I'm breathing through it I'm handling it and then suddenly someone comes in and puts one more quarter the quarter's not different than any other quarters that are on my plate. They're not, it's not any different task. It's not more important or less important. It's just another something. And that other something is exactly what pushes someone over the edge. And they're just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. I'm burnt out. I can't handle it. I can't do anything else. I'm mentally at my breaking point. I really enjoy this article because I'm a firm believer that none of us really truly know or understand what the other's going through. I mean, not really, we really don't understand. We very much assume that we do, and that's dangerous. Or we assume that people are okay because we are okay, which is also dangerous. Or last but not least, I think we assume that they will be okay because they just have to be, right? Like, whatever, they'll get over it, they have to get over it. Business, corporate businesses, super large corporate businesses, very much make that assumption i've lived that life where you know what they're gonna have to be okay because i mean they're gonna be okay because they have to be okay i mean they should feel grateful that they have a job so they'll get over it like that's you know sort of a mantra in large corporate organizations if you think about it if you came from that world you get it in today's world i think the majority of people are not okay think that most people are not okay so your responsibility as a leader let me tell you what your responsibility is you already know this but I'm imparting this on you your responsibility is to assume people are struggling so your mind goes right to the thought of let me learn more about what's going on let me learn don't assume people are okay don't assume they will be okay don't assume assume, if you're going to assume anything, assume that they're not okay and they're going to need some help. If you have to assume, assume that. Otherwise, don't assume. Just go and continue to ask questions. You have to look for and find ways to be empathetic. You have to seek them out and actually be empathetic to the situations. If you assume there are no issues, you are less likely to find them, see them, and then ultimately help someone get through it so they don't burn out. So, the message here that I want to leave with you today is to be empathetic to your employees. Well, actually, first and foremost, go check out this article. It's really good. If you don't have time, I've already summarized it here in the podcast, so pretty cool. Um, But ultimately, the message here is to be empathetic to your employees, okay? Realize that we are working diligently to make sure we're not burning out and we're staying safe mentally, but we need to be aware that we can influence our employees' ability to not burn out. But in order to do that, we have to be empathetic. We can't assume that all is well. We can't assume that things are or are not bothering them. We can't assume that people are okay. We can't assume. We have to ask. And we have to be open-minded. I can't say, oh, well, why does that's so stupid. Why does that bother you? Right? I can't say that. I can't even say that in my mind. I can't even allow my brain to go there. Even if it doesn't come out of my mouth. I can't let my mind think it. Because I'm still not being empathetic. I have to go into a place of understanding and support. I need to provide solutions to those individuals who are tired of the constant conference calls or the inability to truly spend time with their kids. Maybe they're helping them with their homework or logging into a meeting that's on their on the kids computer, but they're not spending quality time with them. I need to listen to that. I need to understand it. I need to feel that pain that my employees are feeling. And so I'm telling you now go check on your people. Ask them what they need and how they're doing and mean it when you ask. Be the leader your team needs you to be. Execute your proper communication style, right? Do your communication style. It's one of your nine pillars. Execute on it. And then deliver on your guiding principles, okay? Those principles that tell you how to make good decisions in the business, model those things. Model them and be empathetic to your employees. Keep them from burning out because you need them and you care about them as people, and that's just what good leaders do. So that's what I wanted to leave you with. It was, again, it was a great article. Go and be legendary.